This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Awfully hoity Look, they didn't get the red wave. How about Fetterman for president? And could it be any worse than the guy that's in there now? That was off of MSNBC. Before we move forward, I want to let you know we're not making fun of John Fetterman. Uh, what we have highlighted is the fact that he just simply should not be running for office. And now I think you look more at the good people of Pennsylvania that voted him into office. Not making fun of the dude because he had a stroke. And sometimes, frankly, we get a little hesitant. Steph and I will sit back here, and Hannah probably gets in it too, Marsh. I don't know how you feel about it, but some, I, I, I sometimes even hesitate to play stuff from Joe Biden. Well, you know, I mean, if nothing else, for the listener's standpoint, yeah. for the humor value. Right, because I don't want it to make, you know, the dude. Then you get perceived as being picking on him. Exactly. And I get it. He's got a stutter, and he's 97 years old, and he's losing. The dude's got Alzheimer's or something, and I'm not making fun of that. Just saying he shouldn't be in office. To make fun of him, it would probably, it would be like to take a statement like this and make fun of him. No, no, I'm just saying. I just, I just found it interesting that... Uh, Biden's being a popular, a, 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 a cup Biden's being an extremist. What? <laughs> Is it one of those things where if we don't laugh, we'll cry? See, now, if we were to sit here and laugh at that, that would be wrong. So we're not making fun of him for that, because that's probably... Interesting that uh, Biden's being a popular, a, 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 a cup Biden's mind. being an extremist. But I like, because he does have a little bit of that wake-up mid-Missouri mindset. Uh, Politicize, the the word we use for politicization. Was it bias? Bias, that's what we did. Can we we make fun of the people who think that he's doing a good job? Oh, my God. Is that a safer safer laugh? I, I don't understand every time we come out with these approval ratings, I'm baffled. So who are the 28% of the people or whatever the low number is? Who is that? Tw- and I want to meet you. <laughs> I want to meet you. I want to shake your hand. because to We me, just want to talk. We just want. We, it's uh, some of the people who thought they were going to get their student loan debt relieved. <laughs> Boy, you should read the language from that decision, by the way. Which we're I got an do. email overnight. Oh, no. Oh. I haven't heard or seen that. Oh, yeah. From the U.S. Department of Education. They said, remember how you've been spending like crazy because you thought you were getting that debt relief? Just kidding. Federal judge stepped in on that. That was... Uh, that was interesting. I saw one poll, um, uh, and again, how accurate it is, but it said that people, some of the students that were going to have their uh, debt uh, reduced were going to take vacations. Some were going to buy clothes. Some were going to buy booze. Some were going to buy drugs. And, and, and <laughs> it, it, You sound surprised, it, it, you know, and, <laughs> What do you think they did with all those stimulus checks, you know, honestly? Right. But <laughs> again, Long poll, Brian. What, yeah, but, <laughs> what do you think they did with Pell Grants? Hell, uh, or scholarships? We have to keep one thing in mind here, guys. The American taxpayer. Yeah. The American taxpayer. Does is that? Does anyone even remember that the American taxpayer is on the hook for some of this? Yeah. Not is anymore. That, we're not. Is that? Is I mean, are are we teaching that anymore? I just sometimes I wonder, Brandon. And forgive me for being frustrated here a little bit. Stephanie and I, Stephanie and I did not. We paid our student loans back. We paid our student loans back. Poor now, Hannah. You know. <laughs> And I'm not. I'm not knocking our colleague here. I get. I get it. But I just. We'll set up a GoFundMe here. I just. I do not understand this mentality 
of the government coming in and paying student loans. I mean, it specifically, I can tell you, 1989, I had a couple things I had to read, and I remember it. Number one, I had to sign a paper. Maybe you did, Stephanie. I had to say I would not smoke marijuana, take drugs. I mean, remember it said that. It said you'd lose your, but I had to pay it back, and it was strictly enforced. It was strictly enforced, and it was expensive. And if two, they found out you were smoking drugs, they took away your money? It's what it said. And Lamar Alexander... I have it, no it, idea. Yeah. Now, again, I don't know how they'd prove that. But I don't understand this mentality about, you know, the people expect the government to come in and do this. St. Louis Mayor's Tashura Jones is working on a universal income program. Hey, let's <laughs> take this stimulus money and let's just give checks to people. And here's why I get frustrated, like Mr. Sure. Houndsworth, when people talk about equity and equality and we start from down here and these people start up here that's bs and i will say this as a drug addicted high school dropout who got a ged and got scholarship money to pay my way through college i go i come at you with both fingers going man don't talk to me about equity and stuff i grew up in a piss poor home i had issues had a brother i started college had a brother who died of a drug overdose but you know what i kept doing it i got scholarship money from a ged test because i wasn't a high school dropout i just didn't go back one day exactly but you had a tough you had a tough time and but you I did, did it. I you did literally it. you pulled yourself up by the bootstraps. Or somebody like Stephanie Bell who went to school for twelve and a half years. Mm-hmm. You do it. You just do it, no matter what your circumstances are. Hannah, what did your e- uh, uh, text notification say? Well, it was a long email. It was a statement on the decision that came out yesterday, I guess. Um I sent it to you guys. If <laughs> you guys want to read it, but I just it basically said we're disappointed in the decision that was made, but we're going to keep trying. Is kind of the gist I got from the email. Wait, they, so we're going to keep trying? Was that from, like, the White House? It came from the U.S. Department of Education. Um, it sounds like the statement was from the Biden-Harris administration at the top of is what it says. And I would think that decision of that federal judge could be appealed. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's over. Maybe... and. Perhaps it could go to a higher court, but but for and there is something to be fair about this for people like Hannah and others that were expecting it, and it was announced it was going. You were probably counting on it. I I've, I was a little taken aback that now that the judge would make that decision, but I guess this could go up to a higher court, Stephanie. I don't so, know. yeah, it will. Here's I suspect. here's the thing. I did not expect anybody else to pay off my student loan debt, and. Once it was propositioned, I guess, that that could be happening. I'm not going to lie. I got excited. Sure. I mean, I think anyone in my position would Mm -hmm. get excited. I understand why people are upset. If I wasn't benefiting from it, I would be very upset. But now that it's maybe not going to happen, it feels like the carrot was dangled in front of my nose. And it's really disappointing. I'm not going to lie. That was my first thought. I want to read some of this judge's decision because... Could we not have gotten this decision on, like, last Friday... How many people walked into that ballot box Just and was like, you know what? I'm really excited about the $10,000. Thank you to the Democrats. I'm going to vote Darn for it. you. It's just like I feel worse before I ever found out my loans were going to be potentially forgiven. Did you feel a little yeah. sad? <laughs> it is sad. When you open up that text alert, that email from the feds. It's like I got my hopes up. Read some more of it. Come on, man. (laughs) So it says, we are disappointed in the decision of the Texas court to block loan relief moving forward. Amidst efforts to block our debt relief program, we are not standing down. 
The Department of Justice has appealed today's decision on our behalf, and we will continue to keep borrowers informed about our efforts to deliver targeted relief. Man. Despite this decision, we will never stop fighting for the millions of hardworking students and borrowers borrowers across the country. Hey, if you were really hardworking, you could pay those loans back yourself. Yeah. Or thank a veteran today on Veterans Day. Mm. For uh, for helping to facilitate that. By the way, talk to somebody who uh, went in the military, went to school on the GI Bill, by right. the way. Talk to very hard. You're going to refund me my four years in the service? And you know the other thing I love about all of this is we've covered this story in our own personal experience. Steph has a giant fake check from our friends at <laughs> Whip Print Shop. Uh, $10,000 <laughs> in Hannah's story. I, th- I think it's lovely the sweetest kid here on the show is the one who gets more hate mail than anybody else and that doesn't that that's, that's not right 9390 man right. anytime i mention that i was a little excited to get the to get the the uh debt relief i get eviscerated on the yeah, texture and that's a shame because um i totally and i totally understand where hannah's coming from and the cost has gone up significantly since i was in college i get that the only other thing i'd point out brandon the the one thing that did benefit me or people in my age range into his credit president clinton did sign a bill that allowed and i only was able to claim it one year but it was able to a tax deduction um for i believe it was the interest on the college loan that I had to pay back. But it was definitely enforced, and it, I had 10 years to pay it back. I think I ended up paying it in eight. But um, <clears throat> I do remember that. But for the other the other years, I wasn't able to claim that. But he did sign that after he took office. But it took like three years for it to take effect. So that did help me. That definitely helped. Here's- I haven't even had to start making payments on my loans because it keeps getting pushed back because of the COVID stuff. First thing I thought when there's another ruling against this that's what I keep thinking of is the roller coaster ride and dangling the carrot and then the carrots moved and then you're on the yeah. downhill slope of the jet scream and then you're on the uphill. And like, wouldn't somebody in the administration had to have known the real life effects? They didn't think this was just going to go through easy peasy. They knew it was going to get challenges and then they knew it was going to jack with kids' lives like poor producer. Hannah, the producer this morning, sitting there going, ah, ah, what's going They had to have known the pain and agony that they're going to cause people because they had to have known that this was not going to be an easy thing. I mean, I wasn't planning any crazy vacations or anything, but, you know, the fiance and I were talking about our plans to hopefully purchase a home in the next two years. It's a strategy, though. I mean, people will, I mean, that they're going to go into court and say, we've already, people have already applied, they're already relying on it. I mean, people do that all the time. And so I think, I mean, I think they raced to try to get as much of it in as they could because they're going to argue that in court. Uh, Would you think that goes to the U.S. Supreme Court at some point? Is that that, I would, I would almost think it's that big or you don't think so? I don't know that it's going to make it all the way up there. Yeah, maybe, maybe the Court of Appeals. It's got to go higher up than that because they'll definitely appeal that. Marsh, I want to get your opinion on this. Sounds like a Scorching ruling by the judge, my opinion, but I'll get yours and Steph's uh, opinion on this real quick. Uh, Judge said the court's role is not to decide what constitutes good public policy, but to decide if Biden's plan is too large of a decision to make without congressional authority. In this country, we are not ruled by an all-powerful executive with a pen and a phone. Instead, we are ruled by a constitution. Does that sound a little little scorching to you, Marsh? It sounds scorching. And the other thought that comes to mind, we've seen all the exit polling since the election the other night and what drove people to the polls. And believe it or not, number one was the economy. Number two, arguably, the abortion angle. 
but didn't see anywhere on these breakdowns of what drove people to the polls that said anything about refund student loans. That's true. And I think, interestingly, it's taken us, you know, a while to get here. But the, the ruling from the judge yesterday is exactly on the point that Nancy Pelosi said originally and said, Joe Biden can't do student loan relief. It's, it, you know, he, that's too much delegation. And I think so it's that. And there was a memo, an internal memo that said, hey, you know, it would be unconstitutional to use the executive to give student loan, you know, and we said when Biden did this, we said, hey, this is unconstitutional. Even your own party said that. And here we are, you know, months later and we're like, hey, remember that stuff we said a long time ago? Yeah, we're serious about it. The email also said that over 26 million people have applied for the relief and that more than 16 million applications have already been approved. And they're sitting with the loan providers waiting for the court to approve everything, essentially. So 26 million people frustrated and PO'd this morning because of the... Because they don't get their vacation. <laughs> this is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Connected disability to actually be get TRICARE and TRICARE for life and not be forced into the VA medical system. That's Republican Congressman from Florida, Greg Stubbe, talking about an idea for a new way of handling health care for veterans here on Veterans Day. Before we get into the daily D.C. rundown, wanted to mention uh, Arizona Senate race still not official. One, I think it was Politico, has declared uh, the winner to be the Democrat. Mark Kelly, still not official. Nevada Senate race, here's where we are right now. Adam Laxalt, still with the lead. He is the Republican. One of those seats still out there. This could uh, be a big deal. He's leading basically 49 to 48%. 90% of the votes are in in that gubernatorial race. It's one with Carrie Lake, Katie Hobbs. It's basically in favor of Hobbs right now, 50 to 49%. And only Friday, three days after the election, only 82% of the votes are. Why does that take so long? I have no idea. It's terrible. I do know we've got folks, uh, lawyers from Missouri on the ground in Nevada helping watching election integrity stuff. And I'm so I'm hopeful. And I've been getting live updates. I really hope that we're going to get that uh, Nevada Senate seat. And we've got Stephanie Bell on the ground here with today's daily D.C. rundown. And no one gets sassier and more fired up than president trump i mean honestly and yesterday but this is like i mean this is it's gonna get nasty so he put out something on his social media platform because he's still not back on twitter um and he called ron desantis again ron desanctimonious which is like the worst name ever um and he called him an average republican governor and basically said well the only reason like he did COVID okay was because it was hot in florida and you had sunshine and all of that and he said you know people would have uh gone to florida no matter what uh, no matter who the governor was, because it was hot and Florida is a nice place to be. And so basically just like dogging on uh, on DeSantis. And then he he basically took credit for DeSantis's original win, said, hey, I came in, I endorsed him. Then I had all these rallies. Then when they were going to steal the election, I sent in the feds to do some investigating. And it's all due to me. Um, and so it was really nasty. Of course, he has an annou- big announcement coming up next Tuesday. Um, other people who are um, and and notable Republicans across the nation have been criticizing Trump. Uh, Winsome Sears, who won big in Virginia and actually was part of Trump's 2020, said, yesterday said it's time to move on. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Tree branch, right? Tree, usually. My dad used to do it from the swing set. <laughs> we thought it was a new accessory when we first saw that then. Dad got us a Bambi swing. (laughs) I think he put it up wrong. (laughs) That's comedian... 
Tim Young. We're geared up for Deercy, Deercy, and Bow Season's already been in progress. As a matter of fact, we were chatting with Randy Tobler yesterday. He hosts the Tobler Show weekdays, 4 o'clock here at the station, and we actually spoke with him yesterday from his deer stand, getting ready for big hunting uh, this weekend. And as far as I know, John, no, uh, no, I am not a hunter, but I, uh, I, I here's what I love about hunting season. The passion. These people for hunting, it's not just a ritual, the passion they have for it. I mean, anytime you've got to take the urine of an animal and rub it on your body, that's passion. Or you have to pee in a bag. By the way, Google... Tobler told us he, what, has a plastic bag with activated charcoal? <laughs> he gave way too much information yesterday. <laughs> John, you bow hunt. You ever used anything like that? No, but I'm the guy that I don't ever go bow hunting without Grandpa's old thing of an apple cut in two stuck in my pocket. An apple cut in twos. I'm almost afraid to ask, but it's I'm going to Theoretically, it's, you know, to, to kill the kill the scent of the human. But in reality, it's just something to eat when you, <laughs> you don't get a deer and you have to walk back to the truck. Do you keep the apple and the deer urine in the same pocket? No, that's, that's novel. Uh, it's something. <laughs> it's uh, uh, But I know a lot of folks are incredibly excited, and I don't think immediately. I think there's uh, some counties, uh, but, but as far as I'm aware, I know Sheraton, Camden County, uh, there are a few other counties um, where you are going to have The CWD mandatory thing. Yeah. Uh, testing is required for hunters in 34 out of 38 counties in the CWD management zone. I'm trying to think. Some chronic are, wasting disease, right? Yeah, chronic wasting yep. disease. Um, best I could tell the counties that are around us, yeah, it would be like Camden and Sheridan. There might be. One of the very first cases that ever showed up was in Cole County a number of years ago, about four miles from my house. Man. Uh, and we uh, we know that Stephanie's not a big fan of hunting. Is there a stupider animal on a pl- on the planet than a deer? Wait, oh, let, me man. Clar- let me clarify. She's not a big. I shouldn't say she's not a big fan of hunting. She's not a big fan of deer. I don't know if we've ever gotten more hate on this show than when Stephanie said that last year. Is there a stupider animal on a pl- on the planet than a deer? I don't. I mean, I I love you, you hunters or whatever, but like. <laughs> Oh, deer are so stupid. I mean, is it really that much of an accomplishment when you shoot something that's that stupid that will literally run right into the side of a car? <laughs> People were mad. Yeah, they were. And I don't know what they get madder about. You take. Of course, they all worked in body shops. <laughs> uh, brought to you by Extreme Body Paint. Um, people get. It's like whenever we talk about Hannah getting student loan forgiveness money. The hate mail we get at 874 That's what it was like last year when Stephanie made those uh, statements. Well, Not that- sorry. <laughs> if you get one and you want to, you know, bring in some deer sausage, I'd be all about that. 874 Stephanie Bell, producer Hannah, John Marsh, Brian Housworth. My name is Brendan Rather. Phone number is 874-9390. We are stoked for you getting ready to go hunting today. Seriously, I do love, man, the passion from these people. Uh, that that hunts and what I so we just got done with youth deer season and I think that's really been exciting um, a lot of I, like passing down the traditions and seeing the uh, the my kids friends at Southern Boone with their you know dads or their grandpas or their moms out hunting and getting like their first deer that's been really heartwarming 
Yeah, I love, I love it. And I also love the fact today, of course, is Veterans Day. Uh, Emily Spain on KOMU Channel 8. She doesn't call them MVP. It's pretty cool. She just gets stories from people that live right here where we live in mid-Missouri. And one of the folks she recently talked to, the guy's name, uh, is Howell Wheaton. In back in 1943, so it was a little over a year. It was January of 1943, a little over a year after Pearl Harbor had been attacked by the Japanese. This 19-year-old kid by the name of Howell says, "You know what? I'm I'm go fight for my fellow Mid Missourians." I want to protect my Americans. And so this 19-year-old kid back in 1943 goes and signs up to be in the military. Uh, and he talked about some of the things that he had, a lot of different responsibilities. One of the big things he did, this guy, this 19-year-old kid from Missouri, he would go, like he was in charge of going behind enemy lines and putting up communications cables so that his, you know, so that our side could chat and talk about what's going on. Uh, and he... Uh, in talking to Emily, Spain had particularly one fond memory. We'd been attacked by the Japanese. It was just thing we did. We were actually boarding ship for the invasion. And thank goodness for that Missourian named Harry Truman. My company was expected to have 90% casualties when Harry dropped the bomb. Man, guy's 99 years old, works on an Angus farm just outside of Columbia, been farming. Uh, for a whole lot of years, roughly, according to the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs, there's about U.S. World War II veterans. Um, less than 170,000 World War II veterans left. That's why I love when we, whenever we do our Central Missouri Honor Flight, and they just had their final flight uh, recently, final flight for the year. This is a great program. If you ever hear somebody talking about this or you are a veteran, doesn't matter if you served in wartime, peacetime, doesn't matter what your job was in the military, it's, uh, it's Central Missouri Honor Flight, and it's to honor anybody who's been in the military. You didn't have to go and win medals and go and fight in Vietnam or Korea or Iraq. It's just we're honoring you because you signed up to protect Stephanie and Hannah and Marsh. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite days of the year when we have that show and getting to hear everyone's stories. And, of course, my dad has been on the honor flight. And, you know, one of the best things is just reconnecting with other veterans. And I know a lot of them, I know my dad was telling me he's off to a Veterans Day breakfast this morning. And I know he always enjoys today because, yeah, it's a chance to connect uh, with with folks he doesn't get to see every day and tell tell stories. Yeah, it's pretty. And one of the things that we have learned, and, and as a matter of fact, uh, this Howell Wheaton said the same thing in this story yesterday with Emily Spain, or his daughter was saying, you know, you know, he goes to some of these events, and even World War II, because I know the thing with Vietnam, like people don't like to talk about their time in Vietnam, but when we go on these honor flights, you get all these people that have the same experiences. Now they're talking, they're talking about things that haven't happened in some 50, 55 years, because there's not a whole lot of other people for them to share because they don't have the shared experience. Yeah. Uh, but this uh, uh, Mr. Wheaton's daughter was saying, yeah, he he starts, he goes and starts taking part in some of these things. And even from World War II, he started to talk about things that he'd never talked about before. It's a feel-good Friday. What are you feeling good about? What are you grateful for today? You can let us know. 874-9390. And we are also wearing red today, something we've been doing for a while. Yeah, we're wearing red to remember everyone deployed. And we mentioned that not to brag. We say, hey, man, if you want to wear red today, especially on Veterans Day, how cool would that be for you to get out and wear red? We get everybody here in mid-Missouri doing it. 874 is the phone number. 
Veterans Breakfast at all our high V's today, all free. And I think uh, Hal Dooley from KWS Saturday Morning Show will be checking in with us from Jefferson City's high V around 810. And there's somebody else locally. I think of people like State Representative Dave Griffith, who has done a lot for veterans. I think of all the veterans we have serving in the legislature. Chuck Basie, for example. Hal Dooley, things he has done over the years for uh, for veterans. I think it's just just remarkable. And as it is a feel-good Friday... I think coming up 835, we are going to pick winners and losers of the week. So if you have somebody that you would like to nom or we pick, you say we pick, please let us know. Get those to us, 874-9390-874-9390. And I loved hearing that old, uh, that old segment from, uh, from Stephanie Bell talking about hunting last year. And it made me realize, you know, we've got a lot of really good stuff from over over like just the past year or so as I'm going through all those clips and <laughs> oh, how I'm nervous. <laughs> you, you want to we should do some of these throughout the morning because we said we're going to try to do something special on a feel good Friday burned out on election stuff and wanted to move on to uh to something different Here's something from Hannah. It's only called oh, no. thing. I think a lot of it is BS. I think like the toilet paper companies, they're in cahoots. They get together every morning. How can we sell more toilet paper? I know. Let's tell everybody there's going to be a shortage. And then their inventory gets wiped out. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good, Hannah. Okay. That, that wasn't stupid. That was pretty good. A lot of... <laughs> A lot of moments like that from, uh, and that's one of the things, uh, producer, uh, producer Hannah, is one of the things she's very, very good at is, uh, those puns. She's really, really good with the, uh, with the puns. Not even a dad. Not even a dad. Uh, Rick, welcome into Wake Up Mid-Missouri. What's on your mind this morning? Good, good morning. I just wanted to have a little quick, uh, comment about the hunting. Uh, you know the reason why so many men go out and go hunting once a year? How come? Um, after being pooped up with the girlfriends and wives, I got to go out and kill something. <laughs> oh, All right, right on, brother. What are you feeling good about on a feel good Friday? He's got nothing for us. Or his phone. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathert. He said that uh, your McConnell impression sounds like Butthead from Beavis <laughs> and Butthead, and I can kind of see that one. Ah, Cornholio. I don't know what I don't know what Graham's doing. Cornholio. Legislation is cool. <laughs> 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 All right, just some fun moments from the uh from the show uh here on Wake Up Mid Missouri over the past year or so. And I think it's still worth picking out John Marsh for winner of the week at eight thirty five where he's great. And I don't know if he was doing Butthead there or Beavis. Either way, great impersonation, bud. Cool. <laughs> uh, so we're just trying to, you know, we're just trying to do something different. We know the election this week still three, uh, well, really short of the Georgia uh, um, re-election, the runoff, runoff, the rundown, whatever you want to call it, coming up less than a month from now, December the sixth. Two races out there: Nevada and Arizona. No official winner in those races yet. In the Nevada race, the Republican has a very slight lead, I think, with ninety percent of the vote counted. In Arizona, uh, the Republican. Uh, there uh, is trailing by maybe a point. I think 82% of the uh, polls are in. And then any any new word on the Arizona gubernatorial race? Uh, I mean, Carrie Lake's faring better than the Senate candidate. And so I think 
everyone's still really hopeful. So we're down, uh, Republicans are down by about a, um, a point there. Uh, welcome into the show. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. We are glad that you could be here. Coming up, if you get a chance, uh, Google this and then join us. Make sure you're here at 710. And here's what I want you to Google. The Little John Lady J. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you Google it yet, John? The Little? Yeah, it took me to Cabela's. <laughs> the Little John Lady J. Female adapter. What is the Little John Lady J female oh. adapter? <laughs> we'll check in with Randy Tobler for the answer. <laughs> That's coming up 710 this morning. Here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri Veterans Day, lots of events happening. I know there's a big there's a big 5K in Centralia tomorrow. And if you're aware of some Labor Day events that are happening, please feel free to call us uh, real quick. Let us know because we want to let we want to let the rest of the folks here in Mid-Missouri know. Uh, with Top Gun, if we're looking for any kind of military type movie. Uh, with Top Gun count. Hey, Mavericks. Yeah. Hear about ice? What's that? You want another one? Really? Yeah. I feel the need. The need for speed. Ow! In retrospect, incredibly corny. <laughs> but back in 1986, no. Marsh. Uh, it's corny. Remember all of us dudes? You know, we were in our teens. And we would high-five each other in our parachute pants. I feel the need, the need for speed. We all thought we were Tom Cruise. I don't know. As the son of a fighter pilot, I remember my father just smiling. <laughs> Chris saw says the, the lines all the time. The kids will be like, Dad, Dad, Dad. And he's like, talk to me, Goose. Like, all the time, still. When I was a zipline guide in Idaho, I was a ski guide in the summers. I was a zipline guide. And you had various hands because you're shipping people 1,500 feet across a canyon or on the side of a mountain. And you had hand signals. And we had radios and all this stuff. And if you wanted to send somebody and you weren't ready to receive the next zipper, you had to, we would say. <laughs> the next zipper. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you were ready to receive the next zipper. Uh, you'd say, you know, ready. And if you weren't, we would say, negative, Ghost Rider, pattern's full. <laughs> Quoting Top like Gun, that. still. Uh, another American Sniper, Bradley Cooper, good Veterans Day movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. What would you pick? See, and I still go back to, if I were to watch a Veterans Day movie this weekend, um, Full Metal Jacket, I guess good. Um, back in my day, what, what would you pick, Hannah? I mean, it's a much older type of veteran i guess we'd be talking about but the patriot is a good movie you know with mel gibson that movie yeah i guess that would count wouldn't it john yeah, yeah. that's interesting that's the movie that takes place is that the, the, the revolutionary the revolutionary war, war. Yeah. got mel gibson heath ledger too i think so yep mm. yep all right steph anything for for uh veterans day uh, it would be top gun top gun marsh I think it's probably top of my list, Steve McQueen and the Great Escape. Oh, man. Yeah, you're going way back, man. I like it. I like it. If you have some suggestions, you can let us know, 874-9390. Before we move forward, do want to let you know, right now we're at 34 degrees. This time yesterday morning, uh, we were about 66, some record highs over the past couple of days. Uh, high mark yesterday, Sanborn Field, kind of the official measuring station for Mizzou. Not the National Weather Service, but for Mizzou. High yesterday, 76. Right now, it's 34 degrees. Yesterday was the officially the last day of summer, apparently. <laughs> We've been doing summer for like the last, what, two weeks? Yeah, who's rocking a stuffy nose this morning with me because of it? Yes. <laughs> uh, 
coming up, we are doing the holiday wish. So I know it's been kind of difficult to think about Christmas and the holidays. You can't listen to Christmas music when it's 80 degrees outside. Right? Well, we're there now. It's 36. Holiday wish is here. We are teaming up with Hibbit Sports Love Columbia and Common Ground in Jefferson City to help mid-Missouri have a happier holiday season. If you know somebody who could use just, you know, a little bit of help from their neighbors here, let us know. Let us know what's going on and then let us know how we can help. Uh, your wish can be for you, be for somebody else, maybe an organization, just somebody think, yeah, they could use a little help. Go to our websites, 93.9theeagle.com or kwos.com. Let